We killed these. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ask Jeeves, but ask Kristen. Ask, ask AF. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't Ask Jeeves like a Google thing? Or I like think it was thing? like before. It was like before pre-Google. We're dating ourselves because we're old millennials now, but whatever. It's whatever, dude. Friends by accident. Podcast hosts on purpose. This is what you get when two Canadian women who come from completely different backgrounds serendipitously meet in a Brooklyn apartment. This is Accidental Friends with Aline Degan and Kristen Mandela. And my voice is back. I no longer sound like a bridge Wahoo! So your ears are going to have a lovely listening experience today while I'm Hooray! able to talk normally or semi-normally, I'd say. Yeah. Have you seen that TikTok trend that's going around that's like, this is why I never get my, and then they fill in the blank to film whatever, like something cool that they're doing. And it's just an audio of someone being like, hooray. That's it. They do like something really, really cool. Oh, and then yeah, the audio yeah, yeah. just at like the end the... just goes, hooray. That's literally what I felt like That's I sounded like the last two episodes. I was like, wow, I sound yeah. so sick. And I was so sick. But hey, we persevere. And today we, we are talking persevered. about um, some hilarious we've been we've been trolling Reddit these days. We've become some Redditors. <laughs> Al had like never Can been I on the just... website before. But we literally found some hilarious it's from like r slash ask women and we're just going through some like of the most popular ask women yeah threads on reddit and we're gonna give our candid responses yes i just want to say that like reddit is the deepest darkest hole i've ever Absolutely. seen it's in as my close to the dark life. web not being in the dark web it's insanity i yeah. when i was kind of st- like first looking i feel like i've always stumbled upon reddit threads but not really like not when going out looking for them mm-hmm. and then this time I was like I'm kind of curious and I swear there's just like too many things happening at the same time there's so many I'm like where am I what thread am I on I don't know what the hell's happening so I am a little bit glad that we just found yeah this thread and we uh we made it through without seeing too many illicit things and now we're gonna go through some questions yeah baby Okay, cool. Okay. So the first one, I chose this one because I think you 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 know how yeah. I like to get all wacky with it. Um, what are your thoughts about the concept of virginity, purity, the sacredness slash specialness of sex, and saving yourself for marriage? Start okay, up, baby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you know what's really funny is that in high school, because of the high school that I went to, also just because of how I grew up, sex was really portrayed in this mm-hmm. way that it's you had a lot of purity pure. culture messaging oh my god the truly like anyone that went to my high school will know this that we literally had the right for life week and it was the it was basically a pro-life week at, Jesus Christ, looking back superstar. oh my god yeah so we had a pro-life week for it was always in may and this and they would have like every single day in your classes like you would have someone giving like some kind of speech or a presentation blah blah they had a woman come in that had given like four abortions and given or gotten? she gotten not given she, she had gotten hadn't. four abortions and Don't she kept it. talking about how like sex was super sacred and we're like bitch seriously like after like one and two you wouldn't be like okay listen i'm either a never gonna have sex again or b also like, she was probably just lying a hundred percent but i mean <laughs> at the time we just remember like it would be eating the same it up woman and you're like woman you're, you're responsible for years yeah. yeah yeah and she just had gotten like i just remember she had gotten like four abortions and we were like girl what 
Are you kidding? Yeah. Like and this she isn't like an us really... problem. Yeah, like that mean okay, girl so... skit of like don't have sex or you'll die is very real. It's I very see. real. Like that's okay, okay. totally how it. So how? What are your thoughts on it now? Then having gone now through that I'm kind just, of indoctrination, I have friends. I, I, like do whatever you want. Just be safe. Just be smart. I don't think that it's like um. I think it's such a big part of relationships now that. Uh, <laughs> Oh my god, this is gonna sound awful, but I genuinely don't know another way to like like you need to you need to you need to figure out if that's like a if that part of your relationship works. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? So when you have kids, will you be teaching them to like save themselves or like purity culture in terms of like virginity Oof. and stuff? Or how will you be I think that I I don't know yet. I don't okay. know. I don't I know it definitely won't be like complete purity, like save yourself till marriage right um because i think that there's like issues that come with that too of like of like the truly the act of saving yourself until marriage i think um it's very weird to say but i feel like sex can give like a bit of a confidence boost to women Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like when you and it, it doesn't always have to be like actual sex but i think feeling sexy and like empowered whole, and, the, and, and yeah the whole act of like intimacy does feel very like it it makes you feel a little bit more confident and i i love that feeling um of like learning to love my body and all of that stuff right. so i i feel like there will be an element of that but i haven't figured out quite yet your messaging when i would want yeah when i would want to have that conversation my messaging around it um i mean that's fair. any of that stuff you yeah. have some time to figure that out anyway. Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I would want to ask you, like, I'm just kind of like, but it's so, I guess it's so obvious, like, what your <laughs> I guess. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I do think that there is a sacredness and a specialness to sex. I don't think it's something that's, like, super, like, I don't think it's, like, transactional and something to just be like, oh, well, whatever, like, yeah. penises and vaginas kind of, like, let's just get it done. But I think... There's specialness and sacredness, but not in the sacredness that has been taught through purity culture that like your value literally decreases once you've had it. I think it's something that I want to be special in the sense that I think it is an intimacy that should be shared with someone that deserves to share that intimacy with you. And I do think that when you are of like an old enough age, like if I was talking to my future kids, I definitely want to be something that there's no shame or guilt around because it's a natural Mm -hmm. human biological response, like, unless you don't have that. But, like, I think a lot of people feel very, like, drawn to wanting to have sex at that age. So I think it's just something that, like, when you encourage a lot of, like how you said, when you have self-esteem and when you really care about yourself and love yourself, you're less likely to then want to have sex with people that don't don't care about you you know what I mean I think that's what more of it is is like I didn't have a lot of high self-esteem throughout like early university and stuff and I had sex with people that I wish that I hadn't and I Mm. want to in like make sure that that's very clear with my future offspring or just like people like young people in my life that it's like yeah your value doesn't decrease regardless but you'll feel a lot better about yourself if you have those things like in not like a a meh consent way but in like a fuck yeah consent way like I wish that somebody had actually yeah. fully talked to me about consent so that when I'd realized that I was like oh, like yeah I guess I could that actually means like no like you don't want to have sex mm-hmm. with them like 
mm-hmm. yes is a fuck yes. You know what I mean? And I yeah. think when my self-esteem was low or I was like looking for male validation, I was more likely to make like shittier decisions when it came to who I slept for sure. with. For sure. For sure. And that's the one thing that I think I want to do. But in terms of saving yourself a marriage, I like I don't want to yuck anyone else's yum. You do what you want to do. But I do think that it is based in – I just think it's a little silly. Yeah. Personally. I will say too, and- you know what's really funny, Chris, is that the fact that you – um, you were not, you had sex when you were younger because mm-hmm. you felt like when you felt less worthy, you were more willing to like give your body away. Well, no, much. I'd already had sex lots then. I just mean like in university, I'd, I'd already had sex in high school with like a boyfriend that I really yeah. liked. Like that wasn't based yeah. in insecurity. It was just more like my being a bit more trying to be more open-minded, but actually I was just being a bit careless. Yeah. Whereas like me growing up, I feel like my body insecurities prevented me from having, from getting anywhere close. Right. Because I was like, oh, I hate my body. So why would someone else love my body? So I think what we were dealing with though is that you were dealing with like body insecurity. I was dealing with like self-worth insecurity. So it was like less to do with what my body looked like and more about like me as a person. Yeah. Interesting. Um, But I think that like saving, I think that like the concept of virginity is super harmful and like the idea of mm -hmm. like putting a value on your first time for some reason because I do think that a woman versus a man or like a male versus a female individual interacts with that concept very differently and I think like the idea of being a virgin as a woman gets fetishized or as like a girl gets fetishized a lot whereas like being a virgin as a a guy means that you're like a loser and underdeveloped and like you haven't had sex with a woman yet and like that I think is very harmful and like feeds into a lot of misogyny and toxic masculinity and I think we should just do away with that whole concept like I think it's stupid yeah I agree one thing that I find interesting is I've had this conversation but it's like do you um and I'm not sure how much it ties into this but do you talk about like how many past partners your partner has and there's like if you have that discussion with them and would that change your mm. mind because I feel like there was a video going around on like I think oh it was God, probably yeah. on TikTok that was like if a girl has had has, if a girl has slept with how many of her people are like would people, you still yeah. want to like wife her up or would you still want to date her blah, blah blah and there was guys that were like oh I don't care and then there's other guys that were like absolutely not right and I think that I've plays into about, the exact same thing with purity culture, though. It, it, that all comes from the same place, for sure. I I definitely think so. But then there's, like, this conversation that I've had that's, like, I don't want to know, like, how many partners my partner has had. I don't oh, care to know the number. Yeah, okay. I don't care to know the number. Is it because you don't uh, actually care or because knowing would make you uncomfortable? Um, I think a little bit of both, but I okay. genuinely don't really care because so okay so this is where it gets thing I think I don't care because I think of it I guess of the type of person that whoever he's been with in his past who whatever his experiences have been in the past whether that's like you know his sexual relationships his other relationships whatever have now made him into the person that he is today mm-hmm. and today the way he treats you me the way that right. we are in our relationship so you're saying it's kind of just irrelevant that's it is a little it is irrelevant to me mm-hmm. because I feel that. clearly that you weren't this like and maybe you were maybe you got over that <laughs> and then healed from not who you are regardless now. it's not who you I are see. now and i, I that. see that in the way that you treat me and the way you treat my family and the way you treat my friends like blah 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 all of these things um so yeah, i feel I, that and i i'm sure that like 
having a lot of sexual partners makes you a certain way. Having few sexual partners makes you a certain way. I think Mm -hmm. it really does have like an effect on how you are, how you react, how you interact with like the type of people that you want to have sex with. The world. Um, So I always find that kind of an interesting conversation of like, I don't really care Mm -hmm. um, because it's not who you are now. You know what I mean? Or like however those experiences have shaped you, I like the person that you are now. Right. You know what I mean? Totally, totally. Yeah. Why do you want – no, I feel similar. I don't really care. I feel like Andres and I have talked about it a few times in like a sense of like a very high level like estimation kind of thing. Like, but never like yeah. going through word for word who each person was like that. I'm right, definitely not list. interested in. Um, but I would say that it, I get yeah. For me, it would just matter more about where it's coming from. Like, if it's coming from a place of fear, because you're like, I will feel like shit if I know that he's had sex with no. X amount of people. And I don't think that's what yours. I'm just saying from my perspective, yeah. like that's what I wouldn't want to feel. Um, but if it's kind of one of those things where it's like we're letting bygones be bygones, we're moving on, like yeah. university and all that was a fun time and we're now we're just like we don't need to bring up all those past things, but it's not coming from a place of like insecurity or whatever, then I – or yeah. even if it is, like who, I, who's, who am I to say? I think right. whatever makes sense for your relationship and makes it so you're yeah. not dwelling in the past and thinking about somebody that he fucked like five years ago, exactly. then who cares? You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like if, And if that yeah, means yeah, that yeah. you're not going to talk about it, then if that works for the relationship, then who gives a shit? Yeah. So I, I like that. I and just it's good always, to at least have a, yeah. I just always thought about that with like, I've heard people be like, oh yeah, we know exactly. And then other people that are like, no, we don't even discuss that. Like it's just, a, right. it's in the past. It's just doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter to me. That probably depends too. Who like the we age are that people right get together and, and yes, all totally. Those, I think those all play a role. Yeah. I think I would probably, sorry guys, if you can hear it, that's um, my watch going off and I don't you can't know put on how to help. I don't know how, to be quite honest with you. Even on your phone, it doesn't affect your Apple Watch? Oh, maybe I guess if I put it on my phone. I'm so sorry. I uh, I literally don't know what Miss I'm doing. Miss Lady so got an Apple I... Watch and is all with the times but can't figure out how to figure out the notifications. <laughs> so I just want It's way funny that you're like, oh, this? Yeah, I don't know how to use it, but it looks really good. <laughs> you know what I did when I first got it? I would speak into it because you can set reminders with like a voice mm. tone and I would set a reminder to annoy Fernando every 15 minutes. That's so insane. I'd speak into my Apple and I would like f- do this super annoying fucking flip up to my mouth. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I would just speak into it and be like, hey, Siri, set a reminder to. And I That's would incredible. put in the reminder. Okay. That was cool. Yeah. I like that one. Do you want to go to the next? The next one is your yes, choice. Let's do it. Okay. So this was my what are your thoughts on dating outside of your culture? Right. Okay. Do you want okay. me to go first? You go first. Well, you You can go one. first. You okay. go first. Talk to me. So I think I don't have a lot of thoughts on it because I think for a long time white people have been like, oh, well, we don't have culture. But I think white people definitely have culture. It's just not – it's more individualistic. It's not as community-based. And I think when right. people say that white people don't have culture, it's a way of making it seem like white people are the baseline and everything else is ethnic. And I don't think that's fair. So I think that the white people definitely have culture. It's just not like a very good one. And – um I don't have mm-hmm. very many thoughts about dating outside my culture because it's never been like a big identity piece for me. Because again, like whiteness right. is such like a baseline. It's just like it's seen as like the, you know what I mean? Like the standard almost yeah, in yeah, a lot yeah. of ways. So um, I love it because I'm dating somebody outside of my culture. Andres is Mexican and Spanish and I love learning about both sides. I always joke that he's right. like kind of part colonizer and part colonized because he's like <laughs> the Spanish versus the, you know what I mean? It's cool though. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. 
in an amazing historical way like it's cool to learn about both sides of it so much and so it doesn't have like a negative connotation and I also acknowledge that like in Toronto in a pretty multicultural place like especially growing up like more downtown central like it's just not that Mm -hmm. rare of a thing like it's not like a a novel you know what I'm saying like it's not a yeah a very interesting thing although for my grandparents like whenever they find about anybody dating outside of their race they find it like the the bee's knees gossip of the day but for like me and how I grew up it just it wasn't very because I think I'm more you would be coming from the opposite perspective whereas like I feel like I'm integrating and learning about another culture because Andres and I both grew up around a lot of whiteness in like our neighborhoods whereas like you would be introducing people to your culture because you come from more of a culture background where there's traditions and foods and like richness in that so I'd love to hear more of your side because mine's kind of like I'm I'm game for it I just recognize that like for me it's not as big of a deal as it is for a lot of other people where there's like cultural boundaries and and those kind of things I think that for me it was when I was younger I think I always I did want to date and maybe end up marrying someone Armenian purely for Mm -hmm. the fact of keeping the traditions and the language alive Right. It wasn't so much as like, I only want to be with an Armenian man. It was like, I'm only attracted to Armenian people. Yeah. Yeah. I was, and the funniest thing is, I've never dated an Armenian man. And as I got older, I was like, I do not want to end up with an Armenian man. And my brother was the same. He was like, (laughs) I do not want to end up with an Armenian man. Oh my God. Hilarious. Because like, we're, I guess, a little bit progressive in that respect that we're like, I don't want to date, I don't want to end up, like, I don't want to end up with an Armenian man that's gonna like tell me what to do and blah 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 all this stuff and I do feel like that you had some negative experiences with some older Armenian people that like I feel like your parents tried to set you up with somebody and he he was like very maybe traditional and a bit of that toxic masculine you know do I feel like you have some yeah there's situations where you're like like, I definitely don't want that yeah there's people that have like tried to set me up for sure um what's funny is because my mom was my mom um was like supposed to be set up Mm. she is so against it. I remember waking up one morning actually and she was on the phone and she's like, oh, I don't know. I guess, I mean, I'll talk to her about it, but I don't know. Don't, don't like, don't hold your breath or like she said something along those lines and I was like, what the fuck? They're clearly talking about me. Mm -hmm. So she comes into my room. She's like, hey, do you know this person? And I was like, "Uh, yeah. She's like, do you want to like date this person? And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. She's like, because so-and-so wants to set you up with them. And she's like, they seem nice. Like they come from like a good family. Like, do you want me to, do you want me to go through with this? And I was like, no, I think they're kind of weird. Right. (laughs) And my sister-in-law knows them. And so my mom, I guess, ended up telling my sister-in-law too. My sister-in-law was like, absolutely the fuck not. She is going to go out on a date with this guy. There's literally no chance. So my mom was very like, yeah, okay, no problem. Right. Um, So actually – I feel like now that I'm looking back on it, I'm like, no one I know, none of my friends are dating within their culture. Like literally no one is like, no one is dating within their culture. Uh, Like a lot of Armenian people are married to Portuguese, Italian, like Mm. everything else. Um, And I think the only, yeah. And I think the only important thing for me is that um, my culture is respected and it's kept alive. Right. That's my, that was my only, I guess, concern with So it's more the energy that, that that person brings into respecting yeah. it. It doesn't have to be a person from that culture. No. But and they like, value it because I, it's part of you. Exactly. And it's so funny because Fernando literally speaks, <laughs> Isaiah speaks Armenian, but like he can speak it. Like he, I can at home 
we'll speak to each other. I'll say like certain words in Armenian and he'll understand what I'm saying. So like cool. I mix English and Armenian when okay. I'm speaking, when we're together and he understands what I mean. Cool. And he'll literally so say he's, words He's picked back. it up pretty quickly. He's picked it up so much and he also just like loves, he's starting to really, really love the culture too. And mm-hmm. I think that's all I, that's, that's all I honestly wanted. Like I just yeah, wanted exactly. someone that understands how important my culture is to me and how much I want to keep the language alive. I want to teach my kids um, Armenian. I want them to be bilingual, trilingual, for sure. how many ever languages they can possibly learn. Absolutely. And so I think that was like super, super important. But Just encouraging as well. Yeah. With like the culture itself. No, I don't think it's like super important to date within your culture. I love that. I think it's, that's a very good example of like just keeping it yeah. alive and paying homage to it without that's it. being like restraining yourself. Yeah. I think if culture is very important to you and is a big part of your identity, I think that dating within your culture, it could mean nothing because then maybe you, let's say I ended up dating somebody that's Armenian, that's super Armenian. They actually may be disrespectful of other cultures. Right. And that to me would be more of a turnoff than Right, than them pay, being, them being like, respectful about Armenian. Like they can be yeah. only respectful about one. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get you. You know? Yeah. So. Absolutely interesting interesting guys interesting. i fucking love reddit i just want to like uh, yeah i guess you're a redditor now you're like you're like so i pulled up some I'm threads like, <laughs> i was like you'd never been on this website yet but like yesterday you'd never been on the website before and now you're like no so i went on ask women <laughs> <laughs> i do love it though because these, these questions are awesome and i think they are questions that like we would normally want as like prompts you know what i'm saying like it's yes. perfect yeah yeah um totally okay so the next okay. one is a little juicy so it's what are your thoughts on being with someone who has no sexual or relationship experiences Oof. I love this. Me too. Do you want to go for what it? Is, what are your thoughts? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so my I, I actually have experience with this because Andres had never really been in a relationship. A long, okay. I, well, like Or as long of a relationship when we had gotten together. Yeah. He had been dating people throughout college, like when he was in the States, um, on and off and, and whatever, but nothing that had ever gone past probably like a year or so and also mm-hmm. nothing like consistent in like you know you know college relationships they have a totally. specific flavor not not taking that away I think they were very special and there was a lot of love in those relationships for him with those people and they're wonderful people but still like they just have a, a different quality because you are in a very specific age and time you know what yes. I'm saying when you yeah, leave yeah, university yeah. and your life is open I think those are just sometimes can be different relationships um Agreed. so he definitely like it wasn't so much like not having sexual experience. It was more just like the long-term relationship experience and like the sorting through like those big life occurrences that come up as like a unit, I think was like very interesting yes. for me. And I remember at first when we were talking and I realized that he like, he was like, oh, I'd never really been in a relationship at the, like this long or like at whatever. And I was like, mm-hmm. I had just gotten out of a relationship for four years and I was like, oh my God, this little toddler, little baby. Yes, yes, Like, you yes. know what I'm saying? Like, what are we Hi, doing Papa's? here? Like, you don't really, <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> And I did kind of, I tried not to let it get in my head because I think, you know, I knew his character and who he was long long before I knew how many people he had dated or for how long. But I do think that it can be a deterrent for some people, depending, again, on your age and situation. Like if you are in your 40s and you've never dated anybody and but you've been trying to date people then i'm like okay well maybe there's a red flag here why haven't why has nobody wanted to date you if you've been in some quick things but you were in like certain light you know what i mean like i I don't think it's i think the one problem that i have with a lot of relationship advice is that it comes up with a lot of like unequivocals it's like if they haven't done this by this cut it they're toxic they're this i'm like i actually think that's not the case and there's no room for nuance or like 
yeah, fucking things that issue. happen in life. You know what I mean? It's like, well, yeah. they must be toxic if they love their mom. And you're like, okay, maybe if they love their mom so much, they want to fuck their mom. Sure. But like, <laughs> I think having a positive relationship with your mom is a very good thing. You know what I mean? Like some people get yeah, lost yeah, yeah. in these like hard lines. And I think it's a very 100%. indicative of like TikTok culture, which is very Gen Z heavy because their frontal lobes haven't fully developed yet. And they're kind of just like black and white. There's no nuance. And you're like, okay, chill. Yeah. I think dating somebody that has no sexual or relationship experience completely depends on the person. And if they're willing to kind of put their ego aside and learn and like, yeah, be know, uncomfortable, be uncomfortable and put themselves out there and um, not be super shitty, then I think that's amazing. Yeah. If they go into those things and they're like, well, I've only seen porn and I need to act like this and be super aggressive, then that person, you need to leave them on the side Baby, of the road. You got, um, you got bigger issues at hand. Yeah, exactly. Then. So I think it really depends on the why for me. If they, if they didn't so what was like intentionally. An issue, yeah. I was going to say like, what was an issue that, not that it came up that you have to like air your dirty laundry, but like. No, no, no. Was there anything that you were like, oh, this is an obvious this this is shows me that you obviously haven't been in a long-term relationship in yeah. order to do you know what I'm saying <laughs> totally I have a I have one very specific like because I, have one, I feel like I was in Dre's shoes I'm in Dre's right. shoes so I, I, see, I can I explain the the flip side of I that. would love that so I think I think on my side when we first immediately started dating or even actually before we started dating, he was like, I don't know if I'm ready to be like a boyfriend. I don't think I'm ready to have a girlfriend. And he had these like very yeah. um specific definition of like what that looked like although we were yes. already filling at that point about 95 percent of the role of what that looked like without the label of it he was very intimidated about this idea of losing independence or like having to mm. be real like somebody has to be reliant on him and that was like a very mm -hmm, big pressure mm -hmm. that he was putting on even though we were like talking on the phone every day and saying i love you and all these different things and like he had already been invited to go on a family vacation with me the label had been very it was very heavy because i think that was something that he had avoided in previous things of being kind of Got like it still wanting that independence that he felt like he would mm -hmm. lose if we were in a relationship. And I think for me, that was just something that I never really considered because I knew you could still foster a lot of independence and like selfless, yeah. like selfness um, yeah. while still dating somebody. But I remember having these conversations with him over and over again being like, I don't know what the label has that like the rest of the actions doesn't don't already have. kind of have, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Yeah. So I think that was something that I remember thinking, being like, okay, this is kind of showing that I don't think you fully understand maybe yes. just how like we can make it whatever we want it to be. It doesn't have to be yeah. this thing that has these very rigid structures. And I think going out to Colorado for university, like that's where he went to college and there's like a big Mormon population. There's a big conservative population. So I think oh, courting and dating and those things had a much more of a weighty meaning. Whereas for me, it just didn't have that meaning. It didn't have that weight to it that it was yeah. like, if you were dating somebody, you were courting them to potentially be their life partner. It just like had a lot more yeah, 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 yeah. weight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. So for me, I was like, yeah, like the we're going to date. Like what's the big deal? When he was, yeah. When he was like in his college days. Yeah. Is like you meet the person and then you date them and that's it. Especially in Mormonism, right? Like you're dating yeah. for marriage and you get married before you have sex with anybody and there's a lot of shame and weight and guilt around sexual intimacy and all these different things. So I think for him, mm -hmm. it kind of got hodgepodge and he kind of – I, I think there was just a few wires crossed. And it, again, it wasn't like a big thing of our relationship once we started dating, but it was something that when we were leading up to dating – that took up a lot of our time and, and delayed us from getting together for a very long time because he yeah, was Yeah, like, I remember that. Yeah, not ready for the thing. There was a lot of other things that added to that too, but I just remember having some conversations where the labels seemed like they had was more the weight than one. I think. Yeah. Yes. How about you? I would love to hear your your thoughts. 
So I feel like I have I don't have like too too much dating experience. Like I'm on the flip side of it where I feel like the longest thing for me was like a year and a half on and off shitty situation. <laughs> you know? So that was yeah. kind of like that's the extent that I knew. Um, and then otherwise it was like a few months here, a few months there, like blah, blah, blah. And I right. used to be almost like insecure about that because of, I mean, I was 30, you know, this is not very long ago I'm, that I got into this relationship. So right. I used to be a little bit, I guess, insecure in the sense that like, oh, I don't have as much experience being in this like long-term super healthy relationship that what if I don't know what to do or maybe I'm what if I'm mm. not a good girlfriend like what right. if you know what I mean like, like you were like what, what if, if it, it shows that I haven't done this yeah what if it shows whatever. that I don't know what yeah. I'm doing um but also I think that comes into a place of like if you start dating somebody that you just feel safe with that you that's kind totally. of not really gonna be an issue you know what i mean yeah and like if, if you don't um, know then you can ask or you can learn together like it yeah. doesn't have to be and a I thing think, that yeah yeah and going back to like the whole sexual partners thing is like i think this part of your past needs to be talked about so like this was something that we obviously discussed mm. but i remember there was one time we were watching a show i can't remember what show it was but we were watching a show and the girl was, I think, like 30, 31 and she had like never been in a relationship. Okay. And Fern said something along the lines of like, oh, that's weird. Or like, oh, that's like something a red flag along. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. That's a red flag. I think it was along the lines of a red flag. And I immediately Froze was like, why up. is that a red flag? He was like, well, <laughs> like, I just a red mean flag. That, like, yeah. He was like, well, I just mean that like she hasn't. It, it, like not being in a relationship could also mean a lot of things. Like it could mean right. that you're not putting yourself out there. It could mean that you don't know how to let someone in. It could mean that. But you were particularly so sensitive to that comment because you feel like that, that that kind of was like you. Yeah. Even though that's not really accurate of you. Yeah. And he kind of asked, he was like, are you, he's like, you seem like this is like this, this seems like it bugs you. Right. And I was like, it does. <laughs> you don't know anything about her. Like blah, blah, blah. And I was, right. and he was kind of like, do you think this bugs you because I think that of you? Or do you think that because like, that's something that you deal with in, internally? Like that's an mm. insecurity that you have. Like, do I make you feel that way? Or is that something that you feel internally that you feel insecure right. about? And I was like, I think Fern it's knows how to ask the good questions. I know that he's been to therapy because he asked such good questions. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Those are he does. great. Those are very, good questions. You do you know, know what I mean? Are, and I was yeah. like fuck I do think that of myself and I got nervous that you would think that of me especially making remarks like oh that's a red flag or oh that's whatever right that to me makes me feel like you see this girl you see it as a red flag so therefore you see that as a red flag in me I see and he was like oh so okay no I'm it, it, it yeah a little bit and it really that, like yeah. poked me but I guess my head I always thought about it that when I do get into a long-term relationship I have relationship experience i may not have romantic relationship experience but i think of, of all the people experience. absolutely i think of all the people in my life that i have maintained relationships with and Without yes doubt, for yeah. sure romantic relationships there's obviously like an added element of it but i think no, that but the i think baseline it's your character of, though shows in every relationship that you have right so I yeah think if you have never dated before and you also have burned every bridge in your life and you speak terribly exactly. about those in your life and whatever yeah that's a red flag but if you 
are 30 and have never dated, but you show up in incredibly in your friend groups and you show up incredibly in your in so many other yeah. elements of your life, like that's not mm-hmm. a red flag to me. It just shows that that's you exactly have different it. priorities. And so I totally agree with you. Yeah. So I think that not being in a relationship, having never had that experience, I don't think that deter or that makes you a potentially like a bad partner. No, not even you close. Know? I, I think, think that if anything, you have yeah. I yeah, I totally agree with you. You know, it shows everybody's been in relationships before. Yes. Friendships, everything else. So mm-hmm. I think there's that experience to it. And I do think that especially how we approach relationships matter so much because for us, I think friendship is at the core of so many relationships, especially long-lasting yes. relationships. So that yeah. if you can garner really close and meaningful friendships, you can absolutely garner the same thing within a sexual or like a romantic relationship with yeah. that added element to it. But if you can keep those relationships, why couldn't you be a successful partner to somebody as well or like a, a good yeah. partner to somebody? Exactly. I totally agree. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Okay. Do you want to go to the huh. last one? Let's go to the last one. Okay, sweet. So my th- – this is also my choice, right? Yeah. I think. or did I No, I don't really know. It doesn't really matter. I can't um, remember. Me neither. <laughs> okay, so how would you define love slash what does love mean to you? Uh, this is a big one. Yeah, come, we're kind of ending on a bit of a We're a ending on a bit question. of a – do you want to <laughs> answer or should I answer first? I have my answer, but I want to hear you go. Okay, or do you How want a second do you define <laughs> love or what does love mean, mean to, you? to you? I feel like you need to answer. I can't. Okay, I okay, okay. Not my brainer. <laughs> the, on- the only reason that I had a question so at the ready is literally because I just finished a book by Bell Hooks that's called All About Love. And in the book, she has a definition of love. And I literally was okay. quietly searching it because I remember reading it and it resonated really strongly with me. And I literally finished the right. book on January 1st. So it's very like fresh in my mind. Um, so I'm going to read the definition off the webpage. I had to Google it because okay. I can't remember it verbatim. Ooh, but I love this. So love is an act of will, both an intention and an action. Love as the will to extend oneself for the purpose of nurturing one's own or another's spiritual growth. Love mm-hmm. is as love does. And... I'm not going to read the whole paragraph, but that's basically it. like I, I like it as like, an intention and an action, like the intent to mm-hmm. love someone and also the act of loving someone. And mm-hmm. then it's to extend yourself to the purpose of nurturing your own self-growth or another person's growth. And I think that's mm-hmm. like where it really hits home for me, where it's you don't – that's when, when people like cheat or lie or do all these things and they're like, no, but like I love you so much. Like for me, that doesn't actually align with the definition of love because that doesn't align with – doing something to nurture your own and another's spiritual or self-growth because that's just fucking selfish yeah, I think and, that's, you know what I mean yeah that's you know what that kind of a little bit reminded me of and it for some reason got in my head but you know at every single wedding that you've ever been to is love is patient love is love is love, kind whatever. yeah yeah exactly. love is kind whatever that whole little shtick yeah and it's like everybody does it at their wedding and it's a beautiful beautiful verse I don't know if it, yeah. is it from the bible I'm honestly not I sure think but it's religious everybody yeah, I think it is yeah Everybody always reads it totally. and it is beautiful, but I'm like, I feel like, like it's missing some sauce. It's missing something. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that definition that you just read out was way more on the mark with me. Totally. That's how I feel too, where it's like, I feel like when you go like, love is patient, love is kind of like, yeah, it, it, it can be those things, but it's also like, it's, and I think, I think. I like the definition of this type of love so much because it also talks about the relationship with love with yourself as well as with the other mm-hmm. person because I think mm-hmm. to love someone else fully 
also means you have to love yourself in a way. Like, I don't think that you have to be a perfect self-loving person in order to deserve love. I think that's ridiculous. But I do think that, like, there has to be an element of showing yourself love while also showing other people love. And I like that idea of it being, like, an action. I don't know. Like, I I like the idea of it being a verb and not a noun. Yeah. And I I do think that, like, I I guess defining love, I – so this is an interesting one because I had this conversation with an ex-boyfriend actually last year mm-hmm. and someone I was dating during, I say last year, sorry, 2021. Yeah. We were dating for a few months during the pandemic and he was like 33, I think at the time, 32, 33, somewhere around there. Grown ass man. And we got to talking about love. Like we never said I love you during our relationship. And I Mm -hmm. wasn't in love with him. He was 100% not in love with me. But (laughs) we got to talking about the concept and he asked me to define love. Mm. And I was like, what do you mean by that? And he's like, well, how do you know that you love someone? And I was like, well, have you ever been in love? And he was like, I don't know. And And he had dated someone for five plus years. And I was like, you don't know if you were in love with this person. He's like, I was like, did you say I love you? He's like, I did. And I said, so what did that feel like? Like, why did you say it? And he was like, oh, she just said it to me. So I said it back. But I don't know if after the five years, like I actually was in love with her. And I I was like, I literally, I literally said verbatim, this is alarming. (laughs) Right. Because it was genuinely so alarming to me that someone of that age didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And he was really trying to define it. Like he was like, well, you can define, and he really honed in on, well, you can define what anger is. Like you he can wanted define like an objective. What happiness is. He wanted right. a, like a Webster's Dictionary definition. And I think that's the problem though with love, if I can interject super quick, is that everyone is working off of a different definition. So everyone gets love yeah. and received differently. And that makes it really difficult to understand whether you're actually being loved or cared for or yeah. just being looked after or somebody saying nice words about you. Like, I don't think that I don't agree with his take where like you just need like a Webster's unequivocal dictionary definition of it. But I do think that like our culture would be a lot easier to navigate if people understood what loving felt like, you know what I mean? And had an idea of what it felt like in a more universal way. And it wasn't just like she makes me sandwiches and gives me blowjobs like I love her. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now that is the definition of love. Now that is the definition of love. love. (laughs) Imagine if that's what he said. You'd be like, how would you define it? I think, and at the time, I think that what I described was that I remember being in love before and saying Mm -hmm. that it was, I wanted their betterment just as much as I wanted my own. Like I, I I feel like goes so well with my definition. Like I felt like when they hurt, I hurt. When Mm. they won, I won. And I was, that was why, and I was willing to do anything for that person at the time. Right. And so that's what love was to me. So, and, and now- I do love that that definition includes your own growth mm-hmm. because I think that when you fall in love with somebody and also like you want to spend if people want to spend the rest of their lives like all of that stuff like you're falling in love with this version and not to say of that this version well. of yourself as well. So mm-hmm. like if you let yourself go completely like you stop doing things that that you care for yourself or whatever like the other person wants you to win just as much as you want yourself to win. And I mm-hmm. think that is a big, big definition of love, I would say. I totally agree. And I think for me, a huge green flag is also if 
being closer and more authentically yourself brings you guys mm-hmm. closer together, that's a huge green flag. But if it, yes. if you feel like the more unequivocally, unapologetically and louder and, and lighter yourself needs to be and it actually creates division in your relationship, then that's something mm-hmm. that you need to look at because if it's – not that I mean that the relationship is doomed, but I think it's worthy of a conversation of like why is this threatening you? Why do you feel like you need to hold me back or whatever because yeah. the brighter you shine should actually be – the brighter they shine. The brighter they shine. And and the and the yeah. closer you guys are both able to get together and and and, and celebrate that, you know. Yeah. We killed it's these. Such I'm a funny... be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ask Jeeves, but ask Kristen. Ask, ask AF. Yeah, exactly. Wasn't Ask Jeeves like a Google thing or I like think it was thing? like before it was like before pre Google. We're dating ourselves because we're old millennials now, but whatever. It's whatever, fine. dude. I've it. I'm over it. Yeah, same. Aging is fine. So that's what love is, you guys. So if you're in (laughs) love by our definition and our standards, then I'm happy for you. But if you're not, dump his ass. I don't care. Break off your engagement, divorce him. Honestly, you might have to. Dump his ass. I'm just saying there's a lot of shitty men out there. I feel like TikTok has made me so much more paranoid than before. I'm just going off like the last few minutes that we have together because I was like, holy shit. Some people read the craziest stories of like being engaged, buying a house, being pregnant, and they're like, he was fucking his secretary for five years and you're like oh it's my god unbelievable it's sometimes sick. i just think like but the time how... management is honestly impressive and i don't mean to make light of that's it but exactly i'm like how literally are you doing this that's exactly what i was gonna say i'm late for like every coffee you and i have i'm yeah. i'm late all the time for everything you think it's be, like how the schedule management, i just don't understand they should go it's, into for me, project it would be the sleep people yeah for me, it would be like the loss of sleep. Like when when do you sleep? Like you yeah. are – I wa- if I want to sleep until like 8. It's multiple calendars. It's just – It's a lot. And also like how are you just like spending all this money on multiple people? Like I, I barely like to go out during the week anymore. And if I have I to do that like multiple times, that I love that we're just horrendous. like kind of gassing up adulterers by being impressed by them. <laughs> <laughs> like honestly, it's really impressive. It's really impressive what you do with your time. But yeah. – um. Anyway, this was fun. Though. I had a lot oh, of fun. A good I'm idea. I like this one. I'm going to sign off this episode and probably go down a massive Reddit. Reddit? Like, we're going to talk a next hole. week and you're going to be like, I haven't gotten off Reddit yet. <laughs> <laughs> Black But they are fun. We should keep doing this. We should do this every few episodes because this is fun. Yeah. I know. This was really, really fun. And guys, if you hear these questions, I'm curious to know your thoughts on them. Absolutely. I would love to know, like, what are your thoughts on the virginity, like, on the concept of virginity, the purity, the dating outside your culture, if you have, mm-hmm. like, no like sexual relational no experience. experience. Yeah. Yeah. In your, your definition love that. of love, let's that dish. would be a, let's dish. Yeah, we'll, we'll put Give that up on the stories, juice. too. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I, I went that. so far with that one. <laughs> Very falsetto. I like it. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We've been um, loving bringing this back every single year. Year after year, we love Axel yeah, Friends. We love this community so much. So thank you for listening, and we will be back next Thursday. Bye.